Rumpole and the Children of the Devil Sometimes, when I have nothing better to occupy my mind, when I'm sitting in the bath, for instance, or in the doctor's surgery, having exhausted the entertainment value of last year's country life, or when I'm in the corner of Pomeroy's wine bar waiting for some generous spirit in chambers, and there aren't many of them left, to come in and say, care for a glass of Chateau Fleet Street, Rumpole, I wonder what I would have done if I had been God— I mean, if I had been responsible for creating the world in the first place, would I have cobbled up a globe totally without the minus quantities we've grown used to? A place with no fatal diseases or traffic jams or Mr. Justice Graves and one or two others I could mention? Above all, would I have created a world entirely without evil? And when I come to think rather further along these lines, it seems to me that a world without evil might possibly be a damned dull world or an undamned dull world, perhaps, I should say, and it would certainly be a world which would leave Rumpole without an occupation. It would also put the old Bill and most of Her Majesty's judges, prosecutors, prison officers, and screws on the breadline. So perhaps a world where everyone rushes about doing good to each other, and everyone, including the aforesaid graves, is filled with brotherly love, is not such a marvellous idea after all. Brooding a little further on this business of evil, It occurs to me that the world is fairly equally divided between those who see it everywhere because they're always looking for it, and those who hardly notice it at all. Of course, the mere fact that some people recognize devilment in the most everyday matters doesn't mean that it isn't there. I have known the first indication that evil was present, in various cases that I've been concerned with, to be a missing library ticket, a car tire punctured, or the wrong overcoat taken from the cloakroom of an expensive restaurant. At other times, the signs of evil are so blatant that they're impossible to ignore, as in the dramatic start to the case which I've come to think of as concerning the children of the devil. They led to a serious and, at times, painful inquiry into the machinations of Satan in the borough of Crockthorpe. Crockthorpe is a large, sprawling, in many parts dejected, in others rather too cosy for comfort, area south of the Thames. Its inhabitants include people speaking many languages, many without jobs, many gainfully employed in legal and not-so-legal businesses, and the huge Timson clan, which must by now account for a sizable chunk of the population. The Timsons, as those of you who have followed my legal career in detail will know, provide not only the bread and marge, the vim and brasso, but quite often the beef and butter of our life in Froxbury Mansions, Gloucester Road. A proportion of my intake of Chateau Thames embankment and my wife Hilda's gin and tonic comes thanks to the tireless activities of the Timpson family.